You are now listening to Unsolved Mysteries and Cold Cases. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, your guide into the shadowy depths of the unresolved, the enigmatic, and the chilling. Each episode, we'll delve into baffling disappearances, unsolved crimes, and tales that have slipped through the cracks of time and memory. Through interviews, expert analysis, and meticulous investigation, we'll attempt to piece together the puzzles that have perplexed minds for years. So, if you have a curious heart and a mind unafraid of the shadows, join me in unraveling the enigmas that refuse to be forgotten and give voice to the silent tales hidden within the folds of history. As if emerging from the very folds of time itself, the Voynich Manuscript is a relic of unknown origin and impenetrable purpose. This 240-page labyrinth of cryptic text and bewildering illustrations, bound in vellum, first surfaced in the modern world in the hands of an antique bookseller, Wilfred Voynich, in the year 1912. Tucked away in a dusty trunk at an Italian Jesuit college, this baffling codex, now named after its discoverer, held a peculiar allure that whispered tales from an era long past. From the very first glance, the manuscript looked unlike anything Voynich, or indeed the world, had ever seen. Its alien script danced along the pages, flowing in neat lines from left to right in an utterly unrecognized language. Enigmatic illustrations, some seeming to depict fantastical flora, astrological diagrams, and a myriad of nude figures indulging in bizarre rituals, adorned its parchment. All of this combined to weave an indescribable mystique around the manuscript. Here was a book that defied understanding, its origins lost in the depths of time and its content cloaked in an intricate web of mystery. And thus, the enchanting saga of the Voynich manuscript began, a tale that still continues over a century after its initial discovery. Chapter 1 The Enigma In the early days of the 20th century, a restless antique book dealer named Wilfred Voynich found himself journeying to a Jesuit college in Villa Mondragone, Italy. Voynich, known for his sharp eye and a relentless curiosity, had been drawn to this place with the hope of unearthing hidden gems of literature and history. He was allowed access to a vault of antique books, a room filled with the musty aroma of old parchment and ink the air thick with the collective wisdom of centuries. Amid this cacophony of silent voices, a nondescript trunk awaited his inspection, its contents yet untouched by his discerning gaze. Underneath layers of forgotten missiles and parchments, something unusual caught Voynich's attention. It was a medieval manuscript, quite unlike anything else he had come across. It was bound in faded vellum, its pages brittle with age but it was not the external condition that intrigued Voynich. It was the enigmatic content within. The language, if it could be called such, was unrecognizable. The illustrations of plants and astral charts, interspersed with strange sketches of bathing women, appeared fantastical. The manuscript didn't fit into any known category or style of the time. The text, the illustrations, the overall layout, it was all an alluring enigma. This intriguing discovery sent a shiver of excitement down Voynich's spine. He knew that he had stumbled upon something extraordinary, something that defied understanding. Little did he know that this chance discovery would spur a century-long global quest to decipher this mysterious manuscript.
He had, in his hands, the key to a puzzle that would challenge historians, cryptographers, linguists, and even artificial intelligence, remaining defiantly unsolved. This was the birth of the Voynich Manuscript Mystery, an enduring riddle from the past that continues to perplex the brightest minds of the 21st century. As Voynich gingerly flipped through the pages of the manuscript, he was awestruck by the cryptic world that unfolded before his eyes. His trained fingers carefully navigated through the delicate parchment, revealing hundreds of pages filled with a foreign script that danced across the paper like an elegantly choreographed ballet. The text, written from left to right, flowed in an unbroken rhythm, each character seeming to whisper its secrets, yet voicing an unknown language. But the text was not the only thing that caught Voynich's eye. Interspersed throughout the manuscript were bizarre illustrations that added another layer of enigma to this already mystifying text. A number of them depicted plants, but these were no ordinary botanical illustrations. Each plant looked as if it were plucked from a dream, carrying features of multiple species yet belonging to none. Each leaf, each petal, each stem, drawn with an almost obsessive attention to detail, seemed to defy the conventions of natural botany. Equally peculiar were the diagrams that filled many of the pages. Some appeared to chart the stars, featuring complex interconnecting circles, dotted with tiny stars, but bearing no resemblance to any known constellation. Others featured nude women, often surrounded by or interacting with an array of pipes and strange containers, as if performing some arcane ritual. As he navigated this otherworldly text, Voynich could feel the weight of its mystery. This was not just an oddity to be tucked away and forgotten, it was a challenge that beckoned the brave and the curious. The manuscript, with its enigmatic characters and fantastical illustrations, was like a siren's song, calling to those daring enough to unravel its hidden secrets. It was a call that Voynich, along with many others in the following years, would find impossible to resist. Thus, the manuscript's strange allure transformed it from a mere artifact into a cryptic beacon, drawing attention from the most curious and tenacious minds across the globe. No sooner had Voynich shared his discovery with the world, the manuscript began to generate whispers amongst scholars and academics. The alien nature of its content, the absence of any historical context, and the sheer impossibility of deciphering the text, created a unique aura of mystery around the book. It was like an impenetrable fortress of knowledge, alluring and frustrating at the same time, its secrets locked behind the gate of an unknown language. Unlike other ancient scripts such as hieroglyphics or Linear B, there was no Rosetta Stone for the Voynich manuscript, no bilingual text to assist in its decipherment. There was not even a single comparable script to lend a helping hand. The manuscript stood alone, an island amidst the vast sea of world languages. This isolation heightened its intrigue. As each scholar who delved into the manuscript's pages emerged more puzzled than before, the manuscript's status as an undecipherable enigma solidified. From linguists to historians, botanists to astronomers, many tried their hand at cracking its code, only to retreat, often admitting defeat. Even the codebreakers from world wars, who had successfully deciphered complex enemy ciphers, met their match in this age-old manuscript. 
the allure of the manuscript went beyond its unreadable text and bizarre images. As time went by, its origins became as much a part of its mystery as its content. Who wrote it? Why was it written? What purpose did it serve? And most importantly, why was it the only one of its kind? The Voynich manuscript was not just a book, it was a puzzle wrapped in a riddle, hidden within an enigma. It became a symbol of the unexplored, a testament to the knowledge and secrets that history may have lost in the mists of time. The aura of mystery surrounding this unique manuscript continues to intrigue us, inviting us on a quest to unearth the unknown. Chapter 2 Historical Contemplations the path to unearthing the manuscript's origins proved as enigmatic as the book itself. Its first known appearance was in the 17th century, when it was supposedly owned by Emperor Rudolf II of Bohemia. A cryptic note on the manuscript's first page suggested that the emperor believed it was the work of 13th-century English Franciscan friar Roger Bacon and had purchased it for a princely sum. Rudolf was known for his eccentricities and his keen interest in the occult and alchemy. His belief in the manuscript's authorship by Roger Bacon was a testament to the aura of mystique that surrounded the book. But how it found its way into his library and where it originated were mysteries that remained hidden, buried deep in the sands of time. After Rudolf's era, the manuscript continued its journey, passing through a string of owners. Among them was the eccentric alchemist, George Beresh, who became obsessed with the manuscript, going as far as to seek the help of renowned Jesuit scholar Athanasius Kircher in the hope of cracking its code. As the centuries passed, the manuscript continued to elude understanding, maintaining its inscrutable demeanor, before eventually falling into the hands of Voynich. The book, however, did not give up its secrets easily. Each owner, each scholar who attempted to decipher it, became another chapter in its story, each leaving their mark on its journey through time. But a key question remained unanswered who wrote the manuscript, and when? The early 15th century was suggested as its creation date after carbon dating tests in 2009. Yet, this only raised more questions. Who could have written such a cryptic text during this period? Was it the work of a solitary scholar, a hermetic group, or simply a playful hoax? The manuscript's journey through time, much like its content, remained an enticing enigma. Each page was not just a mystery to be solved, but a historical puzzle that continues to challenge our understanding of the past. The idea that the Voynich manuscript was authored by the 13th-century Franciscan friar, Roger Bacon, did not originate from Voynich himself. Instead, it was a belief passed down from the book's previous owners, inscribed in a faint note on the manuscript's first page. But the notion intrigued Voynich. The prospect of possessing an unknown work of Bacon, a man known for his pioneering work in various fields of knowledge, was a tantalizing one. Roger Bacon held a reputation as a man far ahead of his time. Known as Dr. Mirabilis, or Wonderful Teacher, he had made significant strides in philosophy, optics, and the natural sciences. He even dabbled in the enigmatic art of alchemy. If indeed the author of this cryptic manuscript, it could contain a wealth of knowledge, hidden in the form of a complex code or an esoteric language. Voynich, however, 
was not a linguist or a cryptographer. He was a bookseller, thrust by circumstance into the heart of an intellectual mystery. Nonetheless, he threw himself wholeheartedly into the enigma, driven by a steadfast belief in Bacon's authorship. But the manuscript was an enigma that wouldn't yield its secrets easily. For all of Voynich's conviction, the manuscript showed no sign of relenting. His belief in Bacon's authorship stirred a considerable amount of interest among historians and cryptographers alike, adding fuel to the fire of intrigue surrounding the manuscript. Over time, as the studies intensified, the Bacon theory began to falter under the weight of evidence. The carbon dating results placed the manuscript's creation two centuries after Bacon's lifetime, and linguistic analyses indicated that the text did not align with 13th-century English or Latin. Voynich's convictions started to look misplaced. Despite these setbacks, Voynich's commitment to the manuscript never waned. His belief had given the manuscript a renewed spotlight, instigating an intellectual pursuit that would continue long after his time. Thus, even as his initial conviction about Bacon's authorship began to lose ground, Voynich's central role in the manuscript's journey was undeniably etched into its intriguing history. As the decades rolled on, the Voynich manuscript remained an enigma, confounding all attempts at decipherment. The passage of time did nothing to dim its allure, but rather, the mystery surrounding it grew. It was not until the 21st century that scientists were able to provide a more precise timeline of its origin. Enter the radiocarbon dating technique. A powerful tool in the hands of archaeologists, it measures the decay of carbon-14 isotopes to estimate the age of organic materials. In 2009, this technique was applied to the Voynich manuscript by a team of researchers at the University of Arizona. Their aim was simple, yet potentially groundbreaking, to establish once and for all when the manuscript was created. Tiny samples from the manuscript's pages were carefully extracted and analyzed. The results were illuminating the parchment was dated back to the early 15th century, between 1404 and 1438. This new information, although narrowing the window of its origin, raised fresh questions. Roger Bacon, for instance, lived in the 13th century, long before the manuscript's now-established date of creation. This effectively ruled out Bacon's authorship, a notion that had fueled much of the early intrigue and research into the manuscript. In light of this revelation, the global community of Voynich enthusiasts had to reassess the manuscript's origins and its possible author. If not Bacon, then who? This period was marked by the rise of universities, the discovery of new scientific ideas, and the advent of Renaissance humanism. Could it be the work of an early experimental scientist, a rogue scholar, or even a group of esoteric philosophers? The carbon dating results, while adding a crucial piece to the puzzle, also amplified the mystery. As the Bacon theory receded into the background, the search for the manuscript's true author and purpose became more challenging and intriguing than ever. As always, the Voynich manuscript retained its air of mystique, inviting new generations of researchers into its fascinating riddle. Chapter 3 The Lore of the Unknown Of all the mysteries that the Voynich manuscript holds, perhaps none is more intriguing than its language. 
This unique script, referred to as Voynichese, is unlike any other known language or code. It has confounded linguists and codebreakers for over a century, resisting all attempts to decipher its meaning. The script appears to flow smoothly, written confidently from left to right, with words separated by spaces. It uses a limited set of symbols, around 25 to 30, far fewer than most known languages. Certain symbols and combinations of symbols repeat frequently, hinting at the structure of a genuine language or a complex code. The script also demonstrates patterns akin to those of natural languages, such as the Zipf's law distribution, where the most common word occurs twice as often as the next most common, and so on. But herein lies the paradox, despite all these indicators of a real language or a systematic code, the Voynichese has remained undecipherable. Linguists have failed to identify the basic units of meaning or grammar rules. Codebreakers have been unable to find a key to unlock the cipher, if it is indeed a cipher. Several theories have emerged over the years, suggesting that the text could be a sophisticated hoax, a forgotten language, or an elaborate cipher. Yet, none have managed to convincingly demonstrate a comprehensive translation of the manuscript. The manuscript's language has defied even the modern tools of decryption. Cryptographers using advanced computing and algorithms have made attempts, but their efforts have yet to bear fruit. Even artificial intelligence, which has cracked many complex codes, has been stumped by the Voynich manuscript. The baffling language of the Voynich manuscript remains its most tantalizing enigma. It stands as a testament to the limitations of our understanding a silent challenge from the past that continues to echo through the annals of linguistic and cryptographic history. As researchers continue to grapple with its unfathomable script, the language of the Voynich manuscript remains an elusive whisper, a secret yet to be uncovered. If the Voynichese script is the manuscript's enigmatic voice, its illustrations are the strange, yet tantalizing, visual narrative. Filling the manuscript's pages are hundreds of bizarre and intricate drawings that continue to puzzle scholars, adding another layer to its enduring mystery. The illustrations divide the manuscript into six sections, botanical, astronomical, biological, cosmological, pharmaceutical, and recipes. Each section is characterized by distinct drawings, providing an odd, dreamlike journey through different spheres of knowledge, real or imagined. The botanical section features plants that appear otherworldly, with strangely twisted roots, stems, and flowers, unlike anything known to modern botany. Attempts to identify these plants have largely failed, sparking debates on whether they represent extinct species, cryptic symbols, or simply the product of an imaginative mind. Next is the astronomical section, filled with circular diagrams and zodiac symbols, suggesting a relationship with celestial phenomena. Yet, the constellations don't align with known astronomical patterns, adding to the manuscript's peculiar character. The biological section is equally perplexing, featuring scores of tiny female figures, some naked, some clothed, often immersed in or interacting with a network of tubular structures. The exact meaning of these images remains elusive, inviting speculation ranging from medical theories to allegorical interpretations. 
the cosmological section is dominated by complex geometrical designs, suggestive of celestial maps or cosmological theories, but their exact interpretation remains contentious. The pharmaceutical section features numerous drawings of jars and plant parts, possibly indicating a connection to alchemy or medieval medicine. Finally, the recipe section, devoid of illustrations, is filled with numerous short paragraphs, each marked with a star in the margin. What these recipes entail, however, remains shrouded in the mystery of the manuscript's undeciphered language. From cover to cover, the Voynich manuscript teems with a fascinating, yet confounding array of illustrations. They hint at a logic, a purpose that remains just out of reach, lurking behind the barrier of its unfathomable script. These images, imbued with a peculiar charm, continue to enchant and confound scholars, inviting endless speculation and adding to the irresistible allure of this inscrutable manuscript. Cracking the code of the Voynich manuscript has been an ambition for many, from amateur enthusiasts to seasoned cryptographers. The seeming structure within the text, with repeating characters and patterns, suggests the presence of a hidden message, making it a tantalizing challenge for those versed in the art of codebreaking. The manuscript even caught the attention of the famous codebreakers of Bletchley Park, including Captain William Friedman and his team who had successfully decrypted the German Enigma codes during World War II. But the Voynich manuscript proved an altogether different beast. Despite their best efforts, Friedman and his team failed to make significant inroads into deciphering the text, leading some to question whether it was indeed a code at all. Another significant challenge for cryptographers is the lack of a Rosetta Stone for the Voynich manuscript. In cryptography, a piece of text for which both the coded and the decoded versions are known can provide a valuable key for cracking a code. But for the Voynich manuscript, no such reference exists. This makes decipherment a daunting task, as codebreakers have to make educated guesses on possible translations without any confirmation of their accuracy. In the modern era, researchers have turned to technology for help. Advanced statistical methods, machine learning, and artificial intelligence have been employed to seek patterns that might reveal the secrets of the manuscript. However, these efforts too have met with limited success, further reinforcing the manuscript's reputation as an unsolvable enigma. At the heart of these cryptographic challenges is a simple yet profound question, is the Voynich manuscript a code to be broken, or is it a language to be deciphered? Or could it be a clever hoax, a creation designed to bewilder and mystify? These questions continue to haunt the Voynich manuscript, making it one of the most captivating cryptographic puzzles in history. From professional codebreakers to curious amateurs, the Voynich manuscript continues to inspire a worldwide quest for answers. And as it stands today, despite numerous claims of decipherment, the manuscript retains its secrets preserving its status as one of the world's most enduring mysteries. Chapter 4, The Sea of Theories Among the numerous theories that surround the Voynich manuscript, one of the most enduring posits the manuscript as a herbal book from the early modern period. This theory is largely fueled by the many plant illustrations that fill the pages, suggesting a link to the tradition of herbals, books detailing the properties and uses of various plants 
prevalent during the 15th and 16th centuries. The herbal theory was first proposed by historian and cryptographer John Tiltman in the 1960s. He postulated that the manuscript could be a pharmacopoeia, a book containing directions for the identification and preparation of medicines using various plants. This would tie in with the pharmaceutical section of the manuscript, filled with drawings of what appear to be plant parts and containers. However, the connection to known herbals of the time is tenuous at best. The plants in the Voynich manuscript are peculiar, with no identifiable counterparts in the known world of botany. Some have argued that they may represent extinct species or plants from remote parts of the world yet to be discovered in the 15th century. Others suggest they might be symbolic or allegorical representations, rather than literal illustrations. Furthermore, the script itself does not resemble any known pharmaceutical or botanical texts from the period. The language, with its repetition of certain character combinations, has more in common with texts meant to be read aloud, such as prayers or spells, rather than reference works like herbals. Despite these discrepancies, the herbal theory continues to captivate researchers. It provides a lens through which to interpret the strange drawings and offers a plausible, if elusive, explanation for the manuscript's purpose. However, without a solid understanding of the Voynich script, this theory remains speculative, another tantalizing possibility in the myriad of proposed solutions to the Voynich mystery. In the ceaseless pursuit to unravel the secrets of the Voynich manuscript, the herbal theory offers a fascinating avenue of exploration, opening doors to new perspectives and challenges that continue to fuel the captivating saga of this centuries-old enigma. An alternative theory that has been put forward to explain the enduring enigma of the Voynich manuscript is the suggestion that it might all be an elaborate hoax, a theory that proposes the manuscript is not what it appears to be. The name most commonly associated with the hoax theory is that of Wilfred Voynich himself, the bookseller who rediscovered the manuscript in 1912. Some skeptics have argued that Voynich had the motive and means to create an elaborate fake that would captivate the public and potentially fetch a high price. Voynich was, after all, a seasoned bookseller with access to a wide array of historical texts. He had the knowledge to mimic historical scripts and styles as well as the ability to age a book to give it an antique appearance. There is also the fact that the Voynich manuscript only entered public knowledge through Voynich himself, with no verifiable records of its existence before his discovery. However, many aspects of the hoax theory raise doubts. One of the most compelling counterarguments is the sheer complexity and sophistication of the manuscript. Creating such a detailed and consistent script, complete with a comprehensive set of unique illustrations, would be an enormous and time-consuming task, even for a dedicated forger. It is also noteworthy that the manuscript's parchment has been radiocarbon dated to the early 15th century, which if it is a forgery, implies a degree of sophistication and resources unlikely to be available to Voynich. Another theory suggests that the manuscript could be the work of a medieval prankster, possibly a monk with too much time on his hands, who invented the elaborate script and illustrations as a form of intellectual amusement. But again, the question remains, why would someone put such an enormous amount of effort into something that has no apparent purpose? 
The hoax theory, while intriguing, is fraught with more questions than answers. It presents another perspective on the manuscript's mystery, one that raises doubts about its authenticity and purpose. Yet, much like other theories, without a key to the manuscript's script, the truth remains as elusive as ever. The question of whether the Voynich manuscript is an ancient cipher or an elaborate hoax continues to spark debates, adding another layer to the manifold mysteries of this enigmatic book. One of the key questions surrounding the Voynich manuscript is whether its unreadable text is an unknown language or a complex cipher. This question lies at the very heart of the manuscript's enigma and continues to be a major point of contention among researchers. The unknown language theory suggests that the manuscript's text is not a code but a language yet to be identified. This perspective has been driven by various linguistic analyses that have found patterns within the script that mimic those found in natural languages. These include the occurrence of common words, the repetition of certain phrases, and variations that suggest grammatical structures. Some proponents of this theory argue that the language could be an extinct or undocumented tongue, possibly from a remote region or minority group in medieval Europe. Alternatively, it could be a constructed language, created by the manuscript's author for a specific purpose, perhaps to conceal certain knowledge or to construct an elaborate piece of fiction. The cipher theory, on the other hand, views the manuscript as a coded message. It suggests that the Voynichese script hides a readable text in a known language, disguised through a system of encryption. Some have proposed simple substitution ciphers, where each character stands for a letter or word in another language, while others suggest more complex cryptographic methods. The notable figure who championed the cipher theory was William Friedman, the renowned codebreaker. Yet despite his considerable expertise, the Voynich manuscript resisted all attempts at decipherment, leading some to question whether it was indeed a cipher at all. Both theories, the unknown language and the complex cipher, offer intriguing possibilities and have their fair share of supporters and detractors. Yet, despite intensive study and countless attempts at decipherment, the true nature of the Voynich manuscript's text remains shrouded in mystery. It continues to taunt scholars with its indecipherable script, ensuring its place as one of the most enigmatic and captivating puzzles in the annals of history. Chapter 5. Persistent Efforts to Unravel the Mystery The enigma of the Voynich Manuscript has drawn the attention of many professional codebreakers and cryptographers. Among these, the name William F. Friedman stands out. Known as one of the greatest cryptanalysts of the 20th century, Friedman led the team that cracked Japan's purple cipher during World War II. Yet, the Voynich manuscript would prove to be a challenge of a different caliber for Friedman. In the 1940s and 1950s, Friedman and his team at the American military's cryptographic agency, the National Security Agency the NSA undertook the task of deciphering the manuscript. Their efforts, however, did not yield the breakthrough they had hoped for. The manuscript's text defied conventional cryptanalytic techniques, leading Friedman to conclude that it was either a very sophisticated cipher or a constructed language. Similarly, British codebreaker Captain Prescott Courier, another veteran of World War II, 
also tried his hand at cracking the Voynich manuscript in the 1970s. Courier noted that the manuscript appeared to be written in two distinct languages or dialects, which he labeled as A and B. However, despite this discovery, Courier was unable to further decipher the manuscript's content. In recent years, cryptographers have turned to computational methods in an attempt to crack the manuscript. Teams have employed machine learning and artificial intelligence, using pattern recognition algorithms in an attempt to identify any underlying structure or rules within the text. While some promising patterns have been identified, a comprehensive translation remains elusive. These attempts by professional codebreakers and cryptographers underline the complexity and depth of the Voynich manuscript's mystery. Despite being subjected to some of the sharpest cryptographic minds and most advanced techniques, the manuscript remains undeciphered, maintaining its status as one of the most challenging cryptographic puzzles of all time. With traditional decoding methods proving unsuccessful, a new approach was needed to crack the Voynich manuscript's mysterious script. The dawn of the information age brought forth powerful new tools in the form of artificial intelligence and machine learning which offered a fresh perspective on the centuries-old puzzle. In 2016, an AI-based approach was taken by a team of computer scientists led by Greg Kondrak from the University of Alberta. Using an algorithm trained to decode languages based on Universal Declaration of Human Rights translations, the team aimed to decipher the script in the manuscript. The results were intriguing. The AI suggested the underlying language of the manuscript could be Hebrew. Kondrak and his team theorized that the manuscript was written in a sophisticated cipher called alphabetic substitution with a process of vowel dropping, a technique commonly used in ancient Hebrew texts. Their AI managed to make some translations that made sense in context, yet the overall text remained a mystery. Moreover, the team faced criticism for their methods' oversimplification and their translation's inconsistency with Hebrew grammar rules. In another attempt, a team of Brazilian researchers in 2020 used AI to compare the manuscript's text with various languages. Their AI suggested a potential connection to an extinct dialect of Low German with a strong influence from Latin and Dutch. While these AI-powered attempts have not solved the mystery of the Voynich manuscript, they have generated new possibilities and reignited interest in the puzzle. The use of artificial intelligence in deciphering the Voynich manuscript is a testament to the convergence of historical mysteries and modern technology. It highlights the potential of AI in tackling problems that have stumped humans for centuries, heralding a new era in the field of cryptanalysis. Despite the manuscript's continued resistance to interpretation, these attempts suggest that the key to unraveling this enigma may yet lie in the realm of artificial intelligence. The mystery of the Voynich manuscript has gripped the public imagination and sparked a collective effort towards deciphering its enigmatic contents. What was once the pursuit of a select few scholars and cryptographers has become a worldwide endeavor, with enthusiasts from all walks of life contributing to the quest to understand the manuscript. The advent of the internet has played a significant role in this collective effort. High-quality scans of the manuscript are freely available online, and its cryptic pages have attracted a global audience of amateur cryptographers, linguists, and historians. 
Online forums and social media groups are abuzz with discussion as individuals from across the globe exchange theories, insights, and decode attempts. One such figure is Nick Pelling, a British computer programmer who has dedicated many years to studying the manuscript. His blog, Cipher Mysteries, has become a hub for those interested in the Voynich manuscript and other historical codes and ciphers. Pelling and others like him symbolize the democratization of the efforts to crack the Voynich code, where professional expertise and amateur enthusiasm meet on equal footing. This collective effort was highlighted when the manuscript was added to the Zoaniverse project in 2019, a platform that allows anyone with an internet connection to contribute to active research projects. Thousands of individuals worldwide volunteered their time and skills to transcribe the manuscript, marking an important step towards creating a complete, digital text that could be subjected to various computational analyses. The public fascination with the Voynich manuscript speaks volumes about our collective love for mysteries and the human instinct to solve puzzles. The Voynich manuscript, with its tantalizing combination of beautiful illustrations and cryptic text, continues to spark wonder and curiosity. Its enduring mystery has fueled a global endeavor, a testament to the power of human curiosity and the unending quest for knowledge. Despite the lack of a definitive breakthrough, the efforts and passion of this global community continue to keep the intrigue alive, and one can't help but feel that the enigma of the Voynich Manuscript is an adventure that we are all a part of. Chapter 6 Recent Developments and Future Prospects The quest to decode the Voynich Manuscript has been marked by numerous claims of decipherment. These breakthrough announcements, often met with great excitement, have added new dimensions to the mystery even as they faced scrutiny and skepticism. One such claim was made in 2019 by Gerard Cheshire, a linguist from the University of Bristol. Cheshire claimed to have cracked the code in just two weeks, asserting that the manuscript was written in a Proto-Romance language, a precursor to modern Romance languages such as Italian, Spanish, and French. He further suggested that the manuscript was a compendium of knowledge related to nature written by Dominican nuns as a reference for Maria of Castile, Queen of Aragon. Cheshire's claims made headlines worldwide, and if accurate, it would have ended the centuries-long mystery. However, his theory was quickly challenged by scholars who pointed out a lack of rigorous methodology and inconsistencies with established historical facts. Another significant claim came from Tim King, a computer scientist, who proposed in 2020 that the manuscript was written in an extinct dialect of the Low German language with strong Latin influences. His approach involved using AI to compare the manuscript's Voynichese to hundreds of other languages, a process that yielded intriguing but as yet inconclusive results. Additionally, a fascinating claim was put forward in 2021 by Lisa Fagan Davis, executive director of the Medieval Academy of America. She proposed that the manuscript was not intended to be a mysterious or coded text but rather a cosmological guide created by a medieval women's community. While none of these claims have been universally accepted, each adds a new layer to the complex tapestry of theories surrounding the Voynich manuscript. These recent attempts underscore the enduring allure of the manuscript and the willingness of scholars and enthusiasts from diverse fields to take on its challenge. 
With each new claim of decipherment, the world is reminded of the intoxicating allure of the Voynich Manuscript, a puzzle that continues to captivate and mystify, ensuring its place in the annals of humanity's greatest mysteries. The allure of the Voynich Manuscript has extended beyond the realms of academia and cryptology, permeating popular culture and capturing the public imagination. Its intriguing mix of beautiful illustrations, undeciphered text, and enduring mystery has found a place in various mediums, demonstrating its wide appeal. In literature, the manuscript has often served as a plot device in novels that weave tales around its enigmatic aura. It played a central role in Lev Grossman's popular The Magician's series, where it is depicted as a magical tome that can drive readers to madness. In the Voynich cipher by Russell Blake, the manuscript is a key to immense wealth and power, sought by a range of characters from archaeologists to shadowy organizations. The manuscript's presence isn't limited to books. It has been featured in episodes of television shows like Futurama, where it was humorously described as the universe's most irritating brain teaser, and White Collar, where it was a central element in a thrilling heist plot. In the world of video games, the manuscript is often used as an artifact of arcane knowledge, appearing in games like Assassin's Creed and Broken Sword. In music, the British composer Hannah Peel used the manuscript as inspiration for her album Awake but Always Dreaming, creating an eerie, dreamlike soundscape that mirrors the manuscript's otherworldly charm. Artists have drawn inspiration from its botanical illustrations, and its images have made their way onto merchandise, from t-shirts to coffee mugs. The presence of the Voynich manuscript in popular culture testifies to its fascinating appeal. Its mystery engages the human instinct to solve puzzles, while its beautiful illustrations capture the artistic eye. As the manuscript continues to defy understanding, it remains a symbol of the unknown and the unexplored, fueling creativity and curiosity in countless minds. Regardless of whether its secrets are ever unveiled, the Voynich Manuscript will undoubtedly continue to inspire and intrigue in the cultural sphere for years to come. As we delve deeper into the 21st century, the Voynich Manuscript remains an enigma, a beacon of enduring mystery in a world where information is often just a click away. Its unintelligible script and surreal illustrations have confounded some of the best minds in cryptology and linguistics, with each new attempt at decipherment serving to deepen rather than dispel its intrigue. While many theories have been proposed, ranging from the plausible to the fantastical, none have provided a definitive answer. The Voynich manuscript continues to stand as a testament to the limits of our knowledge, a puzzle that has proven immune to the advancements of the information age. In its home at the Beinecke Rare Book and Manuscript Library at Yale University, the manuscript attracts scholars, cryptologists, and the simply curious, all drawn by its unique charm and elusive secrets. It stands as a reminder of the mysteries of the past that continue to challenge us, a historical enigma that bridges centuries. Yet, in its undeciphered state, the Voynich manuscript is more than just an unsolved puzzle. It's a source of inspiration, a springboard for the imagination that has been reflected in the numerous works of fiction and art it has inspired. Its strange drawings and cryptic script fuel our innate human curiosity, a symbol of the unknown that invites us to explore, to question, and to dream.
As we look towards the future, the enigma of the Voynich manuscript continues to beckon. Will we one day uncover its secrets, or will it remain an enigma, forever tantalizing us with its inscrutable pages? Only time will tell. Yet, in this journey, the pursuit of understanding is a reward in itself, a testament to our unending quest for knowledge and our enduring fascination with the mysteries of the world around us. The Voynich Manuscript, in its silence, continues to speak to us, whispering of the infinite potential of discovery and the enduring allure of the unknown.